Yo. 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 Uh, you can hear me, right? Yes, sir. All right, all right. Cool, cool, cool. So we're in here. We in here. All right, man. Let's get, in, let's get right to it, man. Yo, yo, yo. We back once again. It's the motherfucking FWP podcast with your host with the Moses Young Plato. Mosey Tribes. My, yeah, partner in crime. Mosey Tribe out of Tribes. And uh, we back, man. It's episode 81. Uh, it's a special occasion. It's um, New Year's Eve uh, 2021, so last day of the year. So we just kind of wanted to take some time to reflect what, what, of what this year was to us and then also, you know, kind of look at the future and see some things you're looking forward to for uh, the upcoming year and shit like that, you know. Typical, typical end of the year, shit you want to reflect. Yeah. Some things you did good and things that went left and then also, you know, how you gonna, you know, just hit the ground running and go for some shit next year, which is really just tomorrow, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> Say next year, like it's really tomorrow. All right, so let's get to it, man. So what are some things, I, I'm gonna start off, I'm gonna start off, I'm gonna send you the questions. What are some things you felt like, you know, were some things that uh kind of caught your attention that like, you remember the most from this past year? Like, what, what lessons have you learned? And I just, one lesson I just remember, I just had to put myself do not disturb. But go ahead. Lessons, you lessons that I've learned. God. How about, you, a, about yourself? About yourself. It's a broad question. Uh, it is. I could go first if you want me to, to help. Yeah, I'm sure you have, you have your thoughts preloaded here. Uh, kick, kick us off. Give me some inspiration. Yeah. Okay, I, okay, I ain't gonna lie. I don't have my thoughts preloaded. I just had this... Um, I just um, when we when we talked about this the other day, I was just I was like the first thing that popped into my head for like one of the things I would want to discuss would be like, you know, what are some things, some lessons I feel like I learned about myself this past year? So, so man, this year's been interesting, man. So twenty twenty one, like I made a move in the middle of the year, took a leap of faith to said, "Fuck it, let's do some things a little differently." I did that, and then I'm, um, you know. Uh, I would say my uh, like career wise, I I took another leap as well, career wise, and um, kind of expanded what I thought I could do on a day to day basis when it comes to like you know just the nine to five lifestyle and shit, like having multiple jobs at the same time and being able to thrive in that and not not you know succumbing to the fear of the unknown, which is kind of like how can I actually do this if I get caught. I fuck around and lose both of them, you know what I mean? And all that type of, all these kind of irrational thoughts that they kind of creep up when you're about to do something you've never done before. So you can just kind of, you know, imagine all the worst case scenarios. So I want to say like one of the lessons that that, that plus the move kind of taught me is just like, sometimes you got to just trust your instincts, you know what I mean? Like if your instincts is telling you that you're, the current situation you're in isn't really all that, and like you need to really move. It's like you gotta sometimes take a leap, even though on the flip side of that would be like, well, don't jump at every opportunity just because you're mad at your current, which is true. But you still gotta take into account like certain things. Sometimes you, you gotta just go for it. You know what I mean? And just kind of hope for the best. So I did that when it came to that type of thing, and I feel like I need to do that more. I need to kind of carry that energy more into like my personal life and like some business shit too, like. Now that I've kind of seen that taking a leap when it comes to some shit where it's like your livelihood and stuff with your with your you know where your money comes from and how you survive and how you live. When I when I I see that I took that leap and also it succeeded and where it's like all the positive things I was hoping for from this move are actually coming are coming to fruition, and all the negative things some of them happened but they weren't as bad as I thought they would be once they actually happened in the moment. So I was just like, okay. So my fears were kind of irrational, so I, I kind of appreciated that. So I feel like I, I got to kind of carry that over into like my per, some some aspects of like my personal life and other shit like that, and like business life as well. Like where it's just like, all right, keep talking about doing something, just go ahead and do it and just try it out. Stop being afraid of or stop letting, stop allowing yourself to give yourself excuses for not doing something because it's like I don't want to fuck this up, so. I'd rather just keep it at the status quo. Like, if you notice you ain't really happy with the status quo, then you can't want to use that as a, you can't use the status quo as a crutch. It's because it's the devil you know. Like, you got to kind of say, fuck it and take a leap. I thought that was one, like the major, one of the major lessons for me for this year was just like, bro, you could talk about shit, 
but I just because I sometimes I like you know if I'm if I want to be like completely transparent, I feel like I'm a good talker and not really a good doer. So I, I could talk shit, I could talk shit out and like have action plans and shit like that, but I never really get to actually completing it as much as I would like to. You know what I mean? Like I'm more just a big idea person as opposed to implementing those ideas. So so it was nice to finally implement an idea that I was kind of thinking about and actually real life seeing it come to fruition. Like, all right, this actually works. So I kind of want to do that more for next year or just, you know, coming forward is just like backing up my words with action more times than not. And I feel like I've not done that enough in my past. So that's one of the major things I feel like I learned for 2020, from 2021. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of that uh, comes in toward the end of the year for me, right? Like I, I'm jumping into a similar situation, um, leaving this job for three years into another situation where, you know, it's the unknown on the other end of it. But um, you got to just take those leaps and, you know, trust that um, you've either laid the groundwork to be successful or, you know, you're just going to take on. The situation because I had a conversation with uh, one of the owners of the company, um, the one that be doing the blow and shit like that that I've been partying with. And oh, you spoke uh, to him after he told him you, y'all was quitting. Yeah, he quitting? yeah he had texted me. He said, "Can I have a conversation with you? I'm not going to try to convince you of anything. I promise. I just want to tell you a story." Ain't, ain't, and, uh, ain't he the one who um sold his share and said, "I'm, I'm out of it," right? Yeah, yeah. He he uh, okay. he uh, reduced his um. Whatever. His, his equity in the company, yeah, staking the okay. company or whatever. So, but like, so he, he, yeah, so, so, so he could stop coming into the office and just do what he liked to do, which is just turn up and shit, right? That's kind of how I always read it. And then the other nigga will became super, like, overbearing and like um, micromanaging and shit because of that. So, is that so, correct? Or is that, is that wrong? so yeah, he was he was telling me a story, right? He was like, you know, he's like, first, you know, let me just talk to you. I'm not gonna try to convince you to stay. I just want to tell you this this thing. So he was uh, he was at um, uh, the New York, either the New York Daily or it was it what what's that big newspaper in New York? The, it's not obviously not the Washington Post. That's that's uh, Washington. But, um, what are you talking about? The New York what's Times. The, the New York Times. He was working there for a while, okay. um, and. Yeah, and he had a part of because he own he owns the Philadelphia Weekly newspaper, so like he's in the he's in the like uh, newspapers and shit like that. Okay, media okay, okay, okay. So, okay. so he was there for a while, and he was there with this this one guy that was a partner of his. And this is, of course, it's an anecdotal story, but I think you know, in the grand scheme of things, it, it's it's worth mentioning to people out there, right? Like how he had left he had left that that gig that he had with another guy who was there. And the guy he was working with was like a super corporate, like, you know, want to fucking uh, stay down 30 years yeah, till yeah, he comes yeah. up type of, you know, idea right. type of dude, right? And they go and, sip the Kool-Aid of um, this American dream shit. Right. And, and he and he's and this is the way uh, he is. So, so his name's Dan. So this is the way he is, though. Like, Dan is like, you know, VC Hello. guy. Um, oh, Dan is the other owner, right? Is he yeah, about? yeah. Okay, okay. He's like a VC guy and like super venture into ideas. Yeah, yeah, venture capitalist okay. and like idea person, right? So this is a part of yeah. why he why he took his state down because he's not always into like doing the same thing. Like he'll start a new company or start a new business or like you know always want to okay. find the next challenge, right? Like okay. So the reason why he was telling me the story was the guy he was working with, you know. Um, he eventually ended up being the uh, uh, chief editor of the paper. And the, the New York Times, right? Right, right. Which is like, I mean, as prestigious that's as it gets, right? Like, that's like the top that, dog that new, yeah. newspaper, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. And especially for that paper, right? So he yeah, had left. So, famous, yeah. Right. And Dan had left and what he wanted to do, there was no security in that, right? Like, it's like, I'm just going to start businesses. I'm just going to start doing yeah, my own thing. To, yeah, I ain't trying to work at a newspaper for the rest of my life. Yeah, and and I own some, and them right, you know, yeah, and and uh, and the guy, I mean, in his eyes, right, he made a smart decision by staying, right, because he got to right. you know this point in his life, right. So chief editor or whatever the fuck. So, yeah, so what's uh, the, what's yeah, the, yeah, the the okay. executive chief editor of of the New York Times. 
So, so that's the nigga who has to give the green light for all the stories to be published. Yeah, everything yeah. has to go through this person. Yeah. Okay. Um, edits, they, uh, what's getting published. Right, like topics. Yep. All right. So I be watching movies and niggas they be pitching to like the editor. I want to write about this. So like, and then editor. Yeah, like, well, it has maybe. to go through okay. the editor. Just like you, yeah, yeah. you ever watch uh, The Wire? Yeah. Yeah. So you remember they had that whole news um, kind of uh, series. I don't remember. I don't remember it. I I, I know because I <laughs> I only really remember the cop shit and then the the niggas. I yeah, forgot, I really forgot the, the paper one, but yeah, I'm sure there was. Yeah, I know. it wasn't as exciting like, um, as the rest of the shit. Yeah, kind of like Narcos too. When I was watching, I don't think you watch it, but like there's like a the most recent ep- uh, season with the this Mexico Narcos. There's like a pit, um, independent newspaper who was trying to write about the political corruption of the politicians and shit like that, and the editor had to decide well, uh, if that makes sense or not. And then once he once he the bitch kept like. Fighting for that story, she put she published it. Ended up like bombing the um <laughs> the paper and all that, the building and all that. But yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so so he was telling me the story and um basically just kind of letting me know. He's like, listen, man, you know, you could be making the decision to leave and do something different where it's like corporate. He was asking me, have you ever worked like in, for a big corporate company before? And yeah. I was telling them no. And he's like, right, yeah, it's completely different, right? But, um, you know, you could make this decision and think that you're making the wrong choice or you could, you know, make this decision and think that it's 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 good right. for you. Right. You never know. But right. but go into it. Go into it, embracing it, whatever it is. Right. Whatever's going to come of that. And oh, that's just, good. Yeah, that's, you that's, know, that's kind of that's smart. Of him. But, that's, but that's real of him to say, too, because it's like. Yeah, because you shouldn't. <laughs> Number one, it's, it's ass backwards to choose a scenario or choose a situation and then go into that situation with like a negative or pessimistic mindset because you're setting yourself up for failure. You know what I mean? And it's just like, and then it's like, who, who forced you to, to pick it? If you're going to pick it, go into at least with a positive mindset to at least put yourself in the best foot forward. Because like, 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 basically what he's telling you is like, you about to go into some unknown shit but don't go into it like thinking negative or thinking of only the worst things that could happen. Try to have like a open slash positive mindset and then just kind of go with it and see how, you know, and just see how it goes. But like, that's real. That's real of him to say, especially the fact that you're leaving a company that he still has some stake in or whatever. Right. But I think, yeah. I honestly feel like going from a startup to a um, corporate thing, Honestly, it's a better it's a better move, especially since it's not like it's your startup, right? So it's not yeah, your company yeah. at the end of the day. So it's like you don't need to be stressed, you don't need to be overworking for something that's not yours. It doesn't really make sense in this uh in this time in this time of day, in my opinion. Yeah, and he's and he's always kind of been, you know, that type of person with me, like you know, shoot you straight. Like he's not gonna try to like. Ezra was just uh, no, texting no. me saying, "Hey, like I'm not gonna try to convince you. I just want to tell you this," and um, saying, "You know, even if, if let's say it does, if it doesn't work out, you still got a place here, like type of type of thing." So right, right. You right. know what I mean? So so um, I, I say all that to say, yeah. Like get back my, to I think my end, year, yeah. my end of the year, my end of the year lesson. It my yeah. my year lesson came toward the end of the year, which is kind of similar to what you're saying of like, hey, you know, just take this opportunity, which I've done before, right? We've both done this before, right? Um, and right. you moving to Texas to begin with, uh, me moving to Philly to begin with, those were all leaps of faith. And hey, that's um, funny though. You know, what I just peaked? you know what I just peeped? You know what I just peeped? I moved to Texas in May of 2018. And then you moved to Philly in December. December 18, yeah. And then I just, I moved to Dallas I moved to Austin in 2018, and I just moved to Dallas uh, May of 2021, and then you just are leaving the company in December 2021. I just peaked that. It's kind of the same same two months. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, um it's crazy. all about a trajectory and changing it up and keeping it moving and uh, progressing in a way. And um, hopefully, this yeah. is all progression. So, nah, I feel like it is. Though. I feel like it is like. Like I said, bro, like nothing ever worthwhile. 
never really felt comfortable doing in the moment. You know what I mean? Like, it's things that we strive for in life that we want that are good for us. They're not really easy to attain like that. So the fact that there's a little bit of being uncomfortable in the, in the situation and like a little hesitation and all that, that's actually, it's a natural feeling. So we shouldn't, that's one thing. So it's natural. It's normal. We shouldn't shy away from that. You should like lean into that energy of like that, oh, that's that emotion of being uncomfortable and really try to understand why it is. And then like basically just say, fuck it. I'm taking this, I'm taking this leap of, leap of faith. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I'm going to be positive in my outlook on it. And then hopefully it works out. You know what I mean? But that's just life though. I just feel like, I think that's just better than being stagnant. You know what I mean? Just because you're afraid and you're kind of comfortable with what you in the position you're in, that you just don't take no chances. I don't want to end up living like that. <clears throat> like maybe when we're like 70s or 80s or something, when it's kind of like you're at the end of it, you could be more comfortable and like not be too, uh, you could be more risk averse. I get that, but oh, we're not 30s, man. Just, yeah, and I don't think I've ever made life. a uh, like a, a drastic change in my life that was a, um, uh, a lateral or uh, backwards Negative. move. It always Correct. it always seems to be a, a step forward. Yeah, right. a step above. Right. So, Facts. Facts. so this and is just another cool. level of that rung to the ladder. Yeah, bro. I mean, that's the thing, bro. Because it's like there's no destination in life, right? Mm-hmm. There's really no end to this journey. It's just you just keep going until the wheels fall off. So as long as you keep going and just keep striving to push forward and forward, you gotta just keep trying to move forward because. That's all you got at the end of the day, man. Man, look at us over here talking on. This is some day. Yeah, I, I think this is this is what the end of the year is to me. It's always nice to reflect on uh, kind of the past year and just kind of things that hopefully shape the future in a good way for you. Anyways, I think that was a guy. I think that was a nice little topic to get the get the juices rolling and everything. Yeah. You know what I mean, listeners. Hopefully, y'all fuck with that. You feel me? Um, Let's switch up the topic. This is a, it's just a more lighthearted, slash funny, but maybe serious. What are some wild stories? <laughs> <It's a> slash <laughs> funny, maybe serious, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I'm about to say, like, what are some wild stories you remember for this year that, like, damn, yeah, kind of yeah, stick man. in your head? <laughs> Let me start, also right? say this, too, because um, talk talk I, I, although we had that whole positive uh, spin and all that shit, right? 2021 yeah. and 2020, they were bullshit years compared to like let's be let's keep it a hundred, yo. Like yeah, fuck twenty twenty one, bro. Yeah, this whole pandemic shit is just, it was different for sure. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Definitely different. Shit is ridiculous, man. Got me feeling like, yo, what the fuck going on, man? Are we ever gonna be well, Texas is yeah. outside. Florida yeah. is outside. Georgia yeah. is outside. Yeah. <laughs> because but it, but but yeah, are we the gonna be outside. the South is outside? Are we ever gonna be? Is it ever just the new normal? So we're never gonna be how we once remembered. I feel like we are. I feel like okay. I feel like shit ain't gonna. It's, I, I feel like by next, like this time next year. Okay. I feel like they'll probably still be pushing some booster shots, like seasonal, <laughs> like the flu shot. But I feel like most places are gonna be open. It ain't gonna be like no. uh like maybe open, but with like mask mandates, like masks. We right. like, kind of like in like in Japan and shit, like how niggas just be wearing masks. Right. It's because of the pollution out there, but it's just it's not like it's a it's a mandate. It's just people just do it. That's the norm. So maybe that'll be the norm. Like you see some people were just perpetually wear masks now, type shit. Maybe that, and then people just yearly get the um a booster shot, similar to how they get a flu shot every fucking. December or uh, winter time, so or flu season time. So I feel like that might be the, the worst. I don't know if like I feel like most companies will be opening up and shit. Like people, but also I think the work will, will change. Some jobs will permanently stay remote, so be still a lot of people working from home. Like so, you don't see the world before. going on a on a lockdown again? No, no, I don't think so. No, you don't think so? Don't Even think with so. this Omarion uh, stepping yeah. up. Even though, even with Amari doing his dance and shit, like I, I don't, I, I don't see, I, I just don't because like too many niggas have got vaccinated and like, I, and the science keeps improving, quote unquote. So it's like, I think they're realizing it's not as serious as they made it seem to be initially, which I think was because of political reasons. But now, like, it's kind of like getting to the point where it's like they can't really throw that shit down your throat. That is super super duper deadly 
it's just a, it's a pandemic. Niggas gonna die in pandemics. Like that's kind of the norm. SARS, swine flu, whatever the fuck other pandemics we've we've had, right? We've seen this shit like in our lifetime. So at a certain point, it's just like, all right, cool. Like it's like a cold type thing. So niggas, get your shots and try to keep some social distance or whatever. Like maybe the little like plastic screens you see at stores and like little stickers on the ground that say six feet apart right. probably stay. But I don't think they're gonna lock niggas down like. Like they did before, because, sir, like like I said, those certain jobs, like IT jobs and shit like that, that people could work from a laptop anywhere, will probably stay like that or do like a hybrid thing. But like jobs like, was it like Chick Fil A and whatever all the other jobs like people were out of work for because they couldn't go into the office, I mean into their establishments to work. I don't right. think they're gonna get shut down again. I don't think so. I don't see it happening. I don't. Have you given any th- any thought to if your company starts to say people come back in office? So both my companies just said they're never going back to the office. Oh shit! Well, it's not never. So they just said that they're just hybrid. So like both my jobs, one of them is based in Virginia. Like the office is in Virginia. They, I talk to people who are in the office sometimes, but they're just cool with having remote workers as well. And then my other job, which is based in Houston. I talk to people who are in the office, and they're like, like my manager, he goes into the office like three times out of the week. I guess I go like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday sometimes. Other days I work from home, so they're in the office, but they know that I'm in Dallas. Like everybody knows that I, I live in Dallas, and they're like, they're cool with it. So it's not like, you know what I mean? Because there's certain jobs where it'd be like, um, the description would be like, well, okay, we could be remote for now, but then once the pandemic is over, you have to come into the office, right? Right. And initially, I was like, um. I was agreeing to them because I was just looking for a job. So I was I was interviewing for those type of job. I didn't get them, but in those scenarios, I would I would have just had to, I just knew that I would have been on a on a runway and then my runway was coming up. Like when they started talking about going back to the office, I would have to look for a new job. But luckily, the two jobs I got, they just were already cool with niggas being remote. So you know, yeah. I gotta deal with it. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I'm straight. Man. I like working for the crib. Like, I'm not trying to go to no office, no small talk. It's like we described how people you have Zoom calls and like y'all have your cameras open and they can tell where you or they ask you where you are based on your background. That scared the fuck out of me. Like I never want to be that tight with my coworkers where it's like, oh, where are you today? You look different from yesterday. Now don't ask me no shit like that, nigga. Mind your business. Let alone to turn on my camera. Why am I ever turning on my camera to talk to you for what, nigga? Turn camera on so we can see you, man. So we can nah, see where you're at nah, right talk now. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. So, yeah. But yeah, so that type of shit was just kind of crazy. But yeah, man. Yeah. Now that's, that's, that's a. Pan- yeah, the that's pandemic, what? man, is. Uh, yeah, that's the that's the main that's the main wildest story of this I year. Really, it continued. I really do fucking hate this shit, though. I'm not gonna hold you like. I, and before it was. All right, yeah, we getting bands there to pay that we get uh what call it um stimulus uh, checks. What, what, get... I never I never got that. I never got that so I never I never did anything for that me. I never moved all. the needle for you at all. Then I guess we getting bands. Isn't only one student just one check? <laughs> no, like two thousand two thousand dollars, wasn't it? A thousand and then another like twelve hundred. I thought it was like twelve hundred. Oh, so y'all got two checks. Okay. Yeah, good for y'all. Which all the checks were signed by Donald Trump. Let's keep it Look at you. You, keep, you love saying they got rich in the Trump in the era. Trump era. Because I gotta mention that because I keep talking to my dad you keep about saying that, but it was two grand. It's not rich. Yeah, it's you not know. rich. But uh what have I got since two Biden been in office? I haven't even got my loads <laughs> reduced. So let's keep it a hundred. Because, <laughs> I wasn't uh, paying my I wasn't paying my loans anyway. That's yeah, bad. that's another part of uh, things that didn't happen during the pet Things that happened during the, during the 20, 2021. Kamala Harris and Joe Biden uh, were elected. <laughs> and um, let's talk about that for a little bit. How that, that's what, is that, what is that sound in the background? What is that sound? What can you hear? Like a clicking sound or something. Oh, I thought, you, I thought you were talking about my dishwasher is on, but can you hear that? No, it's like a little clicking sound. Like a click, click, oh, click, okay. click, click. You probably heard my controller. Oh, uh, yeah. Turn that shit down, man. It was coming through a little crazy. But, All right, um, well, uh, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, and uh, I'll leave the floor to you on this one because you're the one who participates <laughs> in things like this. So go ahead and tell me what you think. <laughs> I mean, 
mean, so we had the first uh, female vice president in the history. Okay, she also yeah. happened to be a, a colored woman. Shout a woman out. Of color. <laughs> oh, my God. It's crazy <laughs> for you to say it like that, right? <laughs> but I mean, it's a woman of color. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, married to a white man. Married to a white nigga. And she's, uh, and if I gotta be real, the only thing I've I've seen of how long when did they get elected? What year was that? Twenty twenty. What year did they get elected? Twenty twenty, right? Yeah. Uh, November twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, I'm tripping. Yeah, because January. Okay, January six happened. Niggas had the whole almost a coup happened because of, <laughs> <laughs> of them being elected. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, all that. that oh wow, yeah, niggas had the coup. Okay, but yeah, so she got elected or whatever. I'm about to say the only thing I really know about what she's done since she's been in office for the, this year with Biden and shit, it's like that clip of her on Charlemagne show getting mad at Charlemagne. That's the only thing I've seen. I've seen it for it's, Joe Biden. it's Joe Biden. Yeah, it's Joe Biden. It's Joe Biden. And don't be talking That's like it. a Republican. It's Joe Biden. <laughs> Yo, why do these Democrats keep doing shit like that? Like, First, Joe Biden says, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. It actually talks about, don't be talking like Republican. What the fuck y'all think going on? Like, people just stagnant and just believing in y'all because y'all think say Democrat on your shoulder. I mean, because because we live in a two-political party system. A two-party system. Crazy, yo. Which, it's a cop-out for politicians because it's kind of like it's us or them. As opposed to it being what makes the most sense. Because Mm -hmm. both sides have valid arguments for certain things right mm-hmm. so it's kind of like you're not supposed to just be all red or all blue and i guess a mixture of this shit but because our system is just designed this fucked up way it's just kind of like it's just a cop-out for these politicians to basically lie to you during right. um during the campaign get you all riled up lie to you about what they could do for you and then also lie to you i mean also sensa- sensationalized what would happen if they didn't win and the, uh, the, ops, the opposition got into office and how it would be worse for you. You know what I mean? So uh-huh, uh-huh. they get you right up like that and they get into office and then they're like, they just start focusing on people who can put money in their pockets and don't give a fuck about the average Joe Schmo who stood in line to go vote for them. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, yeah, so that's all that happened with the whole come out. I mean, all I just know is just that it's Joe Biden shit. Joe Biden been looking stupid in, um, in these um, press conferences. <laughs> Slurring his words and shit. Let's put a rating on on their uh, candidacy. First, their, the first uh, year. Yeah, the first year, like from A to yeah. B, A to, I, A, to, uh, A to F. Okay, sure. Yeah, letter grade makes sense since that's yeah, what right. they always I wanted give, us to do at school. So go for it. I give, I give him, I give him like a, a C, D, like nothing, nothing. Yeah, nothing extravagant has happened, right? <laughs> Nigga said it was uh, cancel loans, that they backtracked. It was supposed to be fifty K at one point, then they backtracked to like ten K. Now they backtracked to nothing. And then <clears throat> the only thing they did give niggas was like, all right, we're gonna keep the um loan forgiveness right. going for a while. It's up to like May, I think they said May of uh twenty twenty two. Yeah. It was supposed to expire like in February, but they extended it till May. So that's one thing. Um uh what what did they do? What what was the whole big thing of this whole year? Like fucking um because they a, a big uh, focus for them was like the pandemic response and COVID and all these different um, either mandates for or uh, vaccine. What do they call the vaccine like policies for companies that had more than a hundred employees and all that type of shit? And then also, what was the other thing he tried to pass? Like the um, did he have like a a tax thing or like a something? The whole the whole reason that uh, Charlemagne asked about if it was uh, Manchin or Biden was running the all because like that that Manchin nigga was like a I think a Republican uh, senator or whatever. No, he's a Democrat. He he's a Democratic senator. Okay, he's a Democratic nigga from West Virginia, right? Who was not who was opposed to the the bill, the spending bill they were trying to pass, right? And because he was opposed, I guess he didn't give him enough votes to get the shit passed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, other than that, I don't know what else they've done. I mean, the, the one positive thing I would say they did was them winning caused that January 6th riot shit to happen, which just showed us the, hypo- the hypocrisy <laughs> right. of this country because the white niggas went crazy and really stormed the Capitol on some cool shit, on some third world country. Every every year there's a vote in the third world country, there's always a fucking riot and niggas going crazy because 
their team didn't win or whatever, and then niggas be dying crazy. But what to what that just showed us is like, because I watched a couple documentaries on that, and they had they were talking, they're talking to people about it, interview people who were there, and they were all feeling very nonchalant about it, like they didn't do nothing illegal, right? <clears throat> These niggas fucking stormed the U.S. Capitol January sixth, twenty twenty one, and only one bitch died. Think about that. Right. They were beating up cops who was out there. Only one person got killed. One nigga I seen in the in the documentary, he got shot in his mouth like a rubber bullet. So like his cheek was leaking. I think maybe his one of his tooth got knocked out too because of that. But then like really for the most part, nothing really happened. And then just now we're seeing like people are starting to get sentenced. I think the guy so far who got the longest it was like four years. Four years. Four years and four years. That's like the longest they've given out so far. It's been usually months for people. So it's kind of like it just kind of shows the hypocrisy of this um of this country and then like the lie and then like the hypocrisy that they, they kind of try to make us swallow and just take and be like just be happy with what you got because from if you if we fast, if we rewind back to twenty twenty one and the whole the whole year of the protests and stuff. Niggas was dying crazy in these protests, if you think about it, and getting fucked up left and right. I mean, Red House smoked three niggas. Right, like, that's a whole other thing niggas. there. Yeah. Right. I'm about to, yeah, I'm about, I was about to tie it to that. Like, people were getting killed in protests like that. I remember somebody got shot. Somebody got killed in Austin. Remember when I was living in Austin? Uh, <laughs> some nigga got killed in Austin because a guy and his girl were driving through a protest. And I guess the guy, one of the protesters, Ran up on the car at crazy. Maybe he flashed the gun or something. The nigga just upped on him and smoked him. And it was crazy. Like a white nigga. And he had like a little crusty black bitch as his girlfriend or what. I remember that. <laughs> but yeah, so like, like, so it was just crazy to me how like way more people died across the country during these protests about police brutality versus when a fucking mob of white supremacists or Trump supporter niggas, whatever you fucking want to call them. They're definitely the Trump supporters because as soon yeah, as he said, Trump, stand back yeah, and stand by, the they niggas was... like, calming down. <laughs> like, hey, everybody started looking at their phone, like, hey, Trump... Uh, Trump you, says, you stand what? back and stand by, yeah. guys. <laughs> the, one, the one guy was like, I don't give a fuck, I'm still here. Yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> that little nigga with the bison head, like, I don't care, man, do what you want to do. Do what you want to do, but nigga said, go home, man. <laughs> yeah. But it's so crazy, like, so all these Trump supporters really stormed the Capitol, like. Do you you watch that same... Uh, uh, I did watch that Breath documentary, yeah, I watched it. Remember that cop who got stuck in the door and he was just screaming, like, please? He, like, was stuck. <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't he know was, if like, I remember like, that, but... So they were trying to, like, hold, like, a... They were trying to hold the line, the cop, right? <clears throat> but then they just bum-rushed them. He got, like, in, in between the door and, like... The mob behind him and then his cops in front of him. He got pinned and he got stuck. You don't remember that? Nah, he was nah, screaming nah. like, "Please help me, please!" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyways, it's just so crazy. And like, cops was getting fucked up. So like, it's crazy how niggas is protesting George Floyd and shit and all the other police brutality situations. And either they were breaking property or whatever the fuck they was doing, but it was getting shot and killed. That is niggas over here fighting cops. Yeah, what were they labeling beat, beat, these people? What were they labeling? Were they labeling on cops? What you mean labeling? labeling because you, you know they were hoodlums. They were thugs. They were yeah, looters. Yeah, yeah. There were, were everything in for the protest for the Floyd protest in twenty twenty. Right. Yeah, I mean, all I know was what's the name said. I love you guys very much. You guys are very good people, but please stand down. That's all Trump said to his people. It was Trump's people. Trump and it was being on police Trump. officers right. and. Only one bitch got killed. I don't understand how that makes sense. So anyway, so January 6th was one of the wildest, funniest, wildest situations to me. Because it was just like, damn. Like, yeah, that kicked I, the year off very, very early, man. January 6th, bro. <laughs> yeah, literally, like, I don't like it. Because, like, I don't know. If, I, don't know if, I don't know if I can remember that far back. But I can't remember how I felt in the moment. Do you? Like... It, it, it didn't feel like it was that big of a deal to me. Did it feel that big of a deal to you? No, it still doesn't feel that big of a deal to me. Yeah, but it's it's, it's a major deal if you think about it. Yeah, it's a major really, deal. Yeah, but it just shows you like the the scale that things are judged by the by law enforcement in this country. 
one of the mostly white people doing shit, there's a lot more they're willing to take from them versus when it's niggas like us. You know what I mean? You can't even look at niggas a certain way. They just come at you crazy. So I just think that was very interesting. And that was one of the most impactful moments of the year to me, anyways. You you know what what else came out recently? And I don't know how credible the source is, but uh, I got this from... um... It was sent to me on Instagram, but but I'm not saying that I got to look at where the article came from. But an FBI agent, I believe, the Bob Marley said, yeah, came out okay. on his deathbed and said that he killed Bob Marley. Yeah, like he's the one who they implanted what uh, cancer was it cancer in the nail that he he stepped yeah, on while he was playing soccer. That's what he said, right? Yeah, let me go back and look at the CIA yeah, I know, agent I know, I know confesses to killing Bob Marley. Yeah, I know. Yeah, by putting a nail in his shoe that was tainted with yeah. cancer. Yeah. But this is, I can't, I don't even know where this article came exactly. from. I know. It doesn't even have a uh, 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 yeah. fucking title or anything. But, you know, I mean, yeah, it's one of those uh, woke pages. <laughs> I already know. One of them hotel pages. Hotel. Hotel. <laughs> uh, Risa Islam and, and all, all them other kind of niggas and shit like that. Who? So. Risa Islam, you know, he's one of those um, Muslim. Uh, Say his name one more time. Risa. Or Riza. Risa or Riza. Uh, no, nah, I've never heard of that person before. That's oh. like a Dr. Umar Johnson type nigga or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those type of niggas. And what's that other nigga that has a lot of wives, but they accused him of being a, a sexual predator or some shit like that? Uh, Brother Polite. Brother Polite. Brother. Yeah, he's one of those type of niggas. So. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hold that. Hold that nigga. niggas was funny to me. They just. Yeah, they're conspiracy theorists and all this. Yeah, they're just a little... Some of them can be a little extreme now. Dr. Umar is the GOAT hotel nigga because he's just a funny character to laugh at. You know what I'm saying? He's just a funny nigga to laugh at. So that's only the real... That's really the only hotel nigga I, I keep in tune with. All the other ones, I just... I stereotype them and just assume they're all overly extreme. You know what I mean? And just be like... Oh, I, I'm not, I, don't, I don't listen to niggas like that speak. <laughs> Only reason I know Brother Polite and Dr. Umar, to be honest, is because they both was on the Breakfast Club and like on Vlad TV. So yeah, that's yeah. one reason I really know the niggas. <laughs> I wouldn't know them no other way because I don't, I don't follow no hotel pages or watch hotel type videos and all that. Like I ain't, I ain't into all that. I mean, the podcast is the most hotel thing I can really say I do. Really, you know what I mean? And I don't think we that that we not really that hotel. Hotel. Nah, nah, nah. We keep it, opinion. keep it pretty. You know. We throw things out like there, the, but we're not very. Yeah, consp- but this is, this we don't do too much most. conspiracy theories on here. That's what I'm saying. This is the most I would do is whatever shit you hear on the podcast. So it's like, so if that's the case, you know, I'm not. I can't really. Do, I'm not watching none of these type niggas because they be going hard. They be going hard. But yeah, so I mean, let's say so the whole Bob Marley shit. Let's say that did happen. I mean, it would have surprised me, right? It would have yeah. shocked you that. Yeah. Would have shocked you that uh, these CIA government, um, <clears throat> all these operatives, CIA operatives, are like some of their tasks are to go disrupt. And get rid of like disruptive <laughs> leaders in different countries. Factual, right? Factual. What did they say? They said that like um, the CIA has like attempted like over a hundred and something assassination attempts on a uh, Fidel Castro. You heard of that before? Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They try to kill a nigga mad times, a whole bunch of different ways, because they wasn't rocking with the fact that Cuba was cool with the uh, Soviet Union. Yeah, it was so close, and it was so close to America too. Excuse me, because you know Cuba's right by um, Florida and shit. But yeah, so that was like, I guess I thought that was like one of like the the closest Soviet Union friendly countries to the U.S. That's why they was really not fucking with them. And I feel like a couple of other countries were like that in the South America as well. That's kind of why, like, yeah, I'm really surprised CIA niggas be out there just you know fucking shit up and cu- causing disruption within like the politicals. And societal structures of those countries because they don't want them countries to be stable. They want to destabilize them because there will be a threat, and the threat would be like, oh, if they're cool, the USSR, and then uh, them niggas could put nuclear weapons in those countries, so they're close to us and they can aim it at us. You know, like the Bay of Pigs, the whole situation with like Cuba, and they thought um, they had like nuclear weapons and were about to launch them from Cuba into America, which would have like been able to hit New York, D.C fucking uh, LA mm. and shit like that. Mm. So that's that that's the thing. That's the that's the whole reason why like the US is like, oh we can't have 
<laughs> countries close to us that are allies with our enemies because yeah and they yeah i mean it's like proxy wars and shit like that so that's that's all that so yeah so the cia agent saying it's not that far-fetched to me to believe it you feel me it's not that far-fetched right that dude do that but then i but then the flip side would be like why Bob Marley, right? Yeah, what was so threatening about him? What was he doing? What was he preaching that they didn't like? I think in his music, remember, some of the like, shit was very, like, you know, governmental. Um, anti-government? Yeah, not and maybe not blatantly, but, like, yes, anti-government. Uh, uh, Counter-culture? Type. Right. Communist, almost, type of speech or rhetoric in his, in his... You think so? I think some it could be looked at from a certain angle that way. Right. And that's and, probably mm-hmm. why they felt like, oh, he has a Let's, lot of yeah, and too much power. Let's cachet, better be safe. Yeah. To, better be safe than sorry. Let's get rid of that nigga real quick, right? <laughs> Which yeah, is very crazy, see. man. They a lot of MLK, US is on control MLK. shit. Control shit, bro. I'm okay, bro. Right, mm-hmm. Maybe he died. Malcolm X too. Malcolm Even X. They gonna, tell, they gonna tell you from the um, documentary when I just watched it. Yeah, that it was uh, because of yeah. infighting between the different. I mean, uh, Nation of Islam uh, chapters or whatever. But in reality, I mean, at the end of the day, he had too much power, bro. He didn't want to control. I mean, the book Animal Farm, bro, like, it, it talks about it. Like, basically, the government looks at its society or its populace as cattle. As, as, that's, why, that's why they use the term sheeple and shit like that, because you just a cattle, you're uh, like a... I don't know what the word is, but you're like a type of animal that's just like part of a herd, like a herd animal. You just you get herded into an area. You get moved. You just have to move over there. That's what that's kind of what the sheep shit means. Sheeple means, but it's like with the whole animal farm shit and, it's, and the government looking at people as cattle. Then yeah, of course, as a farmer on your on your ranch and shit, you control where your animals go. You keep them in designated areas, right? Some of them animals don't mix with each other, right? Because you gotta keep them all in their same thing. So if you have a random anomaly that's coming through and disrupting the, the normal sequence of how your animals normally peruse or range through within the uh, ranch, you get rid of that disrupted force, right? So if a fox comes through and starts eating chickens and then starts making them run into different pens and stuff, you try to get rid of the fox. So you can always think of like all these political disruptors like MLK, Malcolm X, uh, Bob Marley, these are all political disruptors that are disrupting the flow, the natural flow, quote-unquote natural, of how the government views its people. And they're starting to mobilize and mobilize these people this to the point where they're going to lose control of what they've established. Of course, they want to get rid of them. So, yeah, that's definitely not too far-fetched to believe. You know what I mean? Like, let's just be real about this. Yeah, no, definitely not. And I just I just we- pulled up the... Uh, <laughs> I was looking for this this whole time. I pulled up the fuck shit the 2021 fuck shit calendar. So we have shit to go off of here. And you and I'll bring up a couple of these topics. We don't have to belabor any of them. All right, just cool, so you can, 40 minutes in. can remember some of these things. Wait, so, how did you find it, though? How did you find I it? had to look back at my text threads of like, because I know somebody oh, talked about this. No, no, no. It was just, it was somebody posted it on, on Instagram and kept um, adding stuff each month of what was going on, and I just okay, had to okay, go back. Right, and look. Run out of list. Run out of list. So we already hit January, which was insurrection. 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 That started the fucking year. Just <laughs> in case to get crazy, I got guns, man. Because prior to that, it would have been a little t- prior. Okay, prior to twenty twenty, it would have been far fetched to really think that niggas would just start going ham and just martial law and. Yeah, fucking, you know, I mean, civil war vibes, but with the pandemic and everything, niggas is rather niggas is being pushed to the brink. So I feel like it could happen now. It wouldn't be too crazy to believe. No, 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 definitely not. Um, I'm not gonna go because some of these are bullshit. But Shikari Richardson. Okay. Let's also talk about. You well, know, that was January too. That was July. I skipped a whole lot of buzz because all this okay. other shit is okay, really okay, bullshit. Okay. So okay, so what was the issue with her again? So she she smoked she was, weed, so she could, right. She couldn't. She couldn't do the Olympics. Right. She was penalized and uh, and couldn't run and couldn't run in the Olympics because she was smoking. She was like suspended. Okay. Yeah. And then she was like she was smoking. Her mom had just died because she was sad. Yep. 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 And then like, but then also, so people initially felt bad for her, and 
they changed their tones once they kind of saw how she was reacting to people. Yeah, TV, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> she was a victim at first. And everybody was like, yeah, we, we boycotted because of Sakari. And then it was like... And then he realized this bitch so good. Who is this little racket bitch out here? Like, Look how black people would turn on you, man. So quick. <laughs> nah, what's, <laughs> no, what's funny is it shows you how social media shit ain't real, nigga. And people no just facts. react. They just react in the moment without having no information. Right, that. right. That's really what it is. It's, just, it's super reactive. And she ended up giving endorsements. Know. She was a, on that Kanye uh, commercial and shit like that. So really, she turned it into a bag. Yes. What you mean, Kanye? Commercial for what? Because you remember, um, it was a it was a Nike. No, was it a Nike commercial? No, it was a commercial using Kanye's. Because when before Kanye dropped the new album Donda, there was a commercial mm-hmm. that he had used to promote the album, and used okay, her was, in the video. Yeah, in the video, okay, and used okay, her. I wasn't yeah. aware of that. Okay. Okay. So she's really flipped it and turned it into a bag, which probably gave her the fuck you rocket ship that she attached to her bag and said, fuck I y'all mean, niggas, I don't give a fuck. And then also she raced, she also ran in a race and she got nice and place. Exactly. And that's when niggas really started turning on her, like, oh, this ain't really. <laughs> she's not even nice like that. She's not even... All right. <laughs> Craziness. All right. So, so that happened. happened. Keep, yeah. Keep going. Um, keep going. All right. A lot of this shit, I don't even know what this shit was. I'm going to send it to you so you can look at it because they just got pictures of the situations. So you got to like, make yeah, out what they talk about. I sent it to you. I just sent it to you on uh, IG so you can figure it out because they got a picture of this uh, white person on August. I don't know what this is. but uh, <laughs> A white person in August? Yeah. I don't know who that is. What the fuck? Okay, so that nigga in June, you remember that nigga? Who is that? With the hair? Right. Who is so that? The nigga in June was the guy who... Um, what was it? He like murdered like I want to say like a couple people. I want to say maybe uh, his ex girlfriend and like people in her house with some like angry shit that he tried to um, he tried to def- uh, represent himself in court. Like he didn't use a lawyer. He just wanted to. Oh himself. no! I didn't. I don't remember this story. <laughs> and then his whole thing was like they had clips of his um. <laughs> Like his, uh, what do you call them shits? Like opening statements and stuff like that. Like he was trying to get on his Johnny Cochran, and it just was. He just, he just looked and sounded crazy. And then, yeah, I think he got life. He got life in jail. I think he got life. I don't think you can um, really ever successfully represent yourself in court, man. I don't think I've seen it happen like that. Some people have done it though. I just, I'm sure. Yeah, they have. I'm sure they have. Let me go down. Okay, let me go down this list. Let me go down this list. All right, so. Uh, the February bitch is the Gorilla Glue bitch. Yeah, her? the Gorilla Glue hair. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, okay. Ain't too much to say about that, dumb asshole. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the March people. Oh, yeah. Um, I know this. That's like some, uh, I think he's like a relationship nigga or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, do you know more than me? Because I just I don't really. Know well, I just know that he he be online talk about how niggas got to champion their girls and, and bash so he's like black a Kevin niggas. Samuels type nigga. The, yeah, yeah, well, that really. type of nigga. Reverse though. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so he's 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 pro more pro women, right? Right. And, and ended up cheating on his girl. Cheated. Right. And then like they had that little clip right there is from like because I saw that clip. They did like a little joint statement and she's talking about her bonnet of salvation and whatever. <laughs> Basically, it looked, it looked weird. She was trying to cop please for him while in the video together. It just looked forced and sad. So that's just funny. Like yeah, and I, it's funny who y'all. People choose to take your advice from. It. It's funny to me. All right. I don't know April. I don't know April. I don't know what that you know is. April? Nah, I didn't know what that was. I know May is some. Is Lori Harvey? Of Atlanta. Nah, it's a Royal Housewife of Atlanta bitch. But okay. I don't really. I don't, I don't know the, the details of that. <laughs> we talked about June. We talked about July with Shakari. And in August, I remember this meme. <laughs> You remember that I don't know who this thing is. It, it, it's a woman. It's a woman. That's the funny part. So it was like a it was like a video of like um somebody was recording their neighbors who came to their door, like were arguing with them about something. Like some crackhead type neighbor vibes, like, you know, somebody just pulled out their phone and recorded. And then like she pulled up and did some <laughs> shit like it just became a meme of just her right there. It just became a meme. I don't really know the details, but it's crackheads, <laughs> it's neighborly disputes and shit like that. Oh, that's kind of funny. All right, September is a uh, Squid Games. Squid Games, which took over the world and for a while. 
I still don't I don't get the hype behind Squid Games. Did you watch all of it? Did you yeah, I did. It? I did. I watched it. I mean, okay, so I it was past, what it was. I didn't I didn't feel... Go ahead. My bad. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, I didn't really feel um, it was that fantastic. I mean, I saw it, you know, but uh, there's supposed to be a part two. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. So, I mean, if it was a real thing, that shit would be wild. Let's keep it 100 because niggas is out here fighting for billions of dollars, but you got yeah, to fight to the like death. Yeah, but that's the end, though. But that's the end, though, right? So how, much, how much does that translate to dollars is what I was curious about. Yen is more than a U.S. dollar, isn't it? It's not. It's not? It's not? Their currency is less than ours? Yeah. In China? Who has that's the highest Japan. currency? It's, it's just, that's Japan, actually, not China. Japan. But that was actually Korea, where they it was a Korean thing, though. Oh, you're right. That was Korea. So that's even probably less. North, yeah. that was South Korea, right? It's probably yeah. less, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I'm about to say, that, that number sounded large, but it wasn't like... You know how some countries is like a thousand, whatever the fuck, be like $10 or something. So that's why they could ha- go up to like billions. But it's that's like, sick. how much is that really... I mean, kind of like DR and shit, kind of, if you think about it. Although we spent a lot of fucking money in DR and U.S. I mean, money, too. Especially in the stores, too, right? It's just kind of interesting. It's crazy. But yeah, anyway, so Squid Games, sorry. Getting back to Squid Games, like, I couldn't get past the first 10 minutes of the second episode, so I stopped watching it. So I didn't really get the hype. And then uh, October, I don't know what that is. It looks like a wedding picture. I don't get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what that is? I don't know what it is, man. I need this more context. Funny, this, is, this is a funny uh, calendar, though. And then, yeah, November, Astroworld Fest. Oh, uh, yeah. getting smoked. Sacrifice to Bahama Fett or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. The Bahama Fett. Boffman, yeah, Boffman, you know Boffman, the uh, goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? Cause yeah, y'all know like I, I grew up in a religious household or whatever. I remember one time when I was living in Italy, right? We lived in this one house where my dad was already a preacher at the time, right? This was yeah. in the house where we ended up having a church at. So I told you I had a, I had like this one house in Italy where it was like a. That's like a penthouse, I guess you could say, because it was just like a giant apartment. Like, it was a four-story, like a five-story, six-story building, and each floor was just one apartment. So that, you can understand that. Yeah, yeah, big, yeah. Right. Right. So, so we had, like, so we had the top floor, the sixth floor, and it was just like, um, the living room was huge. And, like, we ended up, you know, having church. Like, my dad's church started out of that. Anyway, so it was before that. We had like this one house we were in, I remember, and like I guess, yeah, randomly found like a um, <clears throat> some type of like steak knife or like steak fork that had the Baphomet nigga on it in the, the crib. <laughs> but you know, it, it was a house that it wasn't like an empty house when we moved in. You know, it's like a house that was, it was, a, it was a house that was there. Be, people lived there before us or whatever. So anyway, we moved into that bitch. I guess there was some shit that wasn't taken during the move or whatever. So it had like some Baphomet type goat head, body, you know, human body, you know, that type of right, creature right, or whatever. Right. God, that went crazy, nigga. How the fuck did this get in here? <laughs> yeah, like, this is the devil. <laughs> we had like two days straight of like prayers. Like, niggas were coming to the house and we just like nonstop prayers because demonic attacks and all that. But anyway, so. Demonic <laughs> attack. Bro. Nah, yeah, for real. <laughs> That yeah, was motherfucking yeah, yeah, yeah. back in the day where niggas were searching up shit about the Illuminati and, and seeing shit like that, and niggas was like, "What the fuck going on?" People yeah, are praying to yeah. Baphomet. And then, like, uh, oh yeah, because a lot of the imagery sometimes it would have him, yeah, in, in the in the videos and stuff. Right. But yeah, so that's kind of what happened in uh, what's it called Astral World Fest. So niggas going crazy, stampeding, and the niggas is dying left and right. How many people died? Like ten people died. Yeah. That shit. What's your thoughts on that? Like, I mean, he's he's still not been well. I did see an article uh, the other day saying if he's rumored to be able to perform at um, Rolling Loud Miami 2022. So, I mean, I think you give it a year, it all dies down. He's back again. So maybe it's one of those things where uh, the uproar was there. People had the opportunity no, like, to take their yeah. whatever, and uh, that's not even the question I was asking. Because I mean, yeah, that's that's always going to be like that, right? Uproar, people pause everything. They pause his Dior shoes, drop uh-huh. in. They 
take him off of all these different whatever mm-hmm. events that are coming up, and then you know, it, it dies over. I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking about like the concert and stuff that people download. What do you think about it? You think that could have been prevented? Like, you think the niggas did that shit? Did that shit to themselves? Like, how do you view that? Yeah, like, no. you know how, cause you know how like some concert, but you know how some travel shows like you always see they bust the barricade and just start bum rushing. Like that happens every concert. Yeah, Come and on. I have a couple thoughts about it, right? Like so. Yeah, that's, that's what I that's what I care about. I don't give a fuck about the my, my main Travis thought. My main thought about it is, <clears throat> if you were at that concert and you and you don't yeah. know what a Travis Scott show is like, you you set yourself up. You played yourself because you know how this nigga get down, and you know how those shows be. You can't get water. Mm-hmm. If shit is a rage fest, is you mm-hmm. at your own enter at your own risk. Let's put it that way. And my other yeah, thought is a- this. Yeah, I think that as of recent, a lot of these kids been turning it into what it been, and those are the ones who are just like newly starting to go to concerts. Repeat that. Repeat that. A lot lot of these new kids, yeah, they're turning the show into what it what it has become as of late, right? Like, so like it is a rage, but like this astral world bum rushing and breaking down the barricades and breaking down the gates and doing it for the vine and doing it for the gram, it wasn't always like that. Now. It was raging, but now kids rushing and bum rushing and not paying I mean, tickets. And, nah, that just happened at the last Astro World. Didn't happen again at this Astro World. Like y'all doing happened, too much. Yeah, it happened at the one, the last one I was at. So I went to the first two, and I think I remember seeing clips. Remember the first one or the second one, but it was clips of people bum rushing. But we came late, so we came after that had happened already, and then we got inside. But I remember like it, that happened when I was there too. You know what I mean? But just. I don't, I don't know, bro. I, I, I've been to, like I said, I've been to Astro World Fest, like, in that same, in the same place, in the same NRG park or whatever. And it's like, you can control where you stand. Like, you know what I mean? Like, especially like, let's say, okay, outside of the bum rushing during the line part, when the show started, people at the concert, there's like people all the way in the front, front, front of the fucking stage. Right. Which never made sense to me. And then they're just being smashed. By people who keep coming up, up behind them, behind them, behind them. I always, whenever I went to like concerts like that, like festivals and shit, I always try to get to like the middle where it's kind of like a little bit of a lull from the people just trying to push to go to the front. And it's kind of like, you're just kind of right behind that crowd of people who are just really pushing and you kind of get a view from there. And then it's kind of people like people from my level and back are kind of like just chilling and standing. They're not really moving forward no more. Whereas there's people in the front who just be pushing just to get to the front. I never understood the appeal of being in the middle of all that shit, like at a concert. It's the like, young kids. It's the young kids. We're getting older, yeah, right? I so like we we, we, we are older. Yeah. That's true. But they but at the same time, yeah, they're young, but they sucking his dick like shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. It's never that serious. You're doing just too like much. The, like, like, like them clips of the Playboy Cardi people, right? Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's true. That's kind of why I feel like I don't really feel too bad for the niggas like that. Because I'm like, if I'm thinking of people like that, I'm like, oh, yeah, ask for it. Like, y'all doing too much. It's really just music. Enjoy this shit live. Hopefully he, they perform this, one of the, some of your favorite songs that you play all the time in your house. But, like, enjoy that moment. But, like, doing all that, like, what is that, what is that game? Like, being in the front, front, squeezed and screaming. Well, glance, eye contact for a couple of seconds. I really don't understand the appeal of that shit. They so. want the never, internet I, clout. Everything is about I'm internet just saying, clout. I'm just saying, because when I'm worried in this, I'm thinking like even like um, Broccoli Fest that one time we went where Future was out there, right? Okay. Were you there with us? Were you there? I don't know if you were there with Are us. Are you talking about like, when he performed on the water? Broccoli in Fest? In Baltimore? Not, I don't know no, 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 not that, not that week. Though. Okay, the, no, uh, Rockley Fest, Rockley Fest. Yeah, I wasn't there that year then. Okay. Oh, yeah, it was me, I think it was Fred. Because Fred was over here feeling like, I guess he was bumping, he had been bumping people long ways, extra heavy <laughs> that week or whatever. So he had a, like, blue, like a blue Supreme overalls that was just throwing up Crip signs the whole time. Like, oh, you got to relax. Shout out to Pete Longway, though, man. Fuck that nigga. Yeah, but nigga, you ain't no crit, nigga. We in DC, nigga. Relax. Feel <laughs> 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 a little too nice right now. But anyways, I remember like performed that comp that that day, and it was like the crowd was crazy. I, I was with Mike, but we stayed in that same little Goldilocks spot. I, I call it like 
not too close, not too far back, but not too close into the mix. You mm-hmm. feel me? Mm-hmm. I remember my sister going. My sister was there too, and she was like in the mix, pushing it. I'm like, how is that fun? Like, I never understood that shit. Like, so I've always been like that since back then. So I can't even. Cause I was like what, 23, 24. So I'm not even like niggas are super older already, like over it. I've never been into being squeezed for a concert. And you know I'm a concert nigga. All the concerts I go to, I, you're never gonna catch me in the front. I just never find the appeal to it. It's not even a good view. It's not even a good vantage point, to be honest, really, because you're too close to anything. You can't see the scale of it from a stage perspective. That's kind of because, like, when I was just in um in Vegas for my birthday and shit, like, two weeks ago, like, when I went to the Cirque du Soleil show, and I was on the third row from the stage. Uh-huh. Part of me was like, damn, I probably should have, like, you know, oh, these are good seats because you're so close. But then in reality, I was like, damn, I could have I, I could have came back a couple rows and I would have got a better vantage point of the whole stage versus having to turn my head left and right to see what was going on on the opposite ends of the stages. And those people don't sit on, off the stage, but like to the left of the, left off the stage and right off the stage as well. So you know what I mean? Like, just, I never understood that. Right. But anyways, RP to them people, man, because I know that, that little 10-year-old kid dying is definitely never, or a young kid, I don't know how old he was, but 10, 12 years old, that's never, that's never good, right? So yes, RP to them people. RP all the people who died, because a lot of people died twenty twenty one. RP to though. <clears throat> but um just looking forward to the next year, man. Progression and um elevation. And I hopefully I wish all the, I wish that for all the listeners listening to this as well. Like keep getting better, keep progressing, let's keep doing it, keep striving to get better every day, every day. Tomorrow's a new day. We're doing what we're doing. It's the FWP podcast. We love y'all. We out of here. Peace out. See y'all next oh. year. Yeah, right out of Howard, man. I like this. Yeah, see y'all next year, man. Hey, man, we're gonna drop both them episodes today too. Give Word. Give something to listen to. Peace. Episode eighty-one, man. We out.